This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks show number 491, recorded on May 20th, 2021. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the, I think, Noah. I, I think I saw Noah, Mike, floating by here, my street in Bellevue, Nebraska. Now, to be honest, it hasn't rained that much. But since, I think, Saturday, I think we've had a half an inch or something of rain in the grass. We had Dave McCabe. By the way, big thanks to Dave McCabe, who joined us last week chastised me for mowing my lawn and bagging it you know what friends don't let friends bag their lawn i guess apparently. and i'm the poster child for that i have never not bagged my lawn and he he didn't like hearing that either which yeah. is rightfully so i probably should let those he, clippings go at some was, point he was not happy with me for that but so dave i don't know what i'm gonna do this time because super like i i fertilized it saturday and then like of course we've had all this rain and it's been the perfect growing conditions and so I think I'm going to have to set my mower up super high and mow it like once on Sunday and then drop it down and again on Monday and then drop it down again on Tuesday, right, to get it back to normal. Well, hopefully we'll get some sunshine. You can never complain about the rain, of course. We'll uh, we'll post the show with some show notes out at TheAverageGuy.tv. A couple reminders if you, you want to join us. And, Mike, what a week in crypto, right? I mean, oh, wow. what a great week in crypto. Roller coaster. Right? <laughs> I love it. And you, you you instantly find out on your social media who the first timers are, who's the hardened uh, veteran who's been through this a million times. Uh, I, I'm just craziness. And, and man, I tell you, a fire sale, you, you, you oh, know, was that yesterday? Yeah. You were able to get some really cheap crypto that's already rebounded. You probably could have made 20% in the last day um, if you bought the dip, especially Ethereum dropped all the way down to 1800. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely insane. I wish I would have moved on that when it did. That's the, the kind of the one I've been watching. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I don't, I don't think we've, I don't think we missed it all. Like, I think we're, I think we're going to see some more. So don't, this is a great, listen, that's totally my speculation. I'm not a financial advisor. Do your own research. Speaking of doing your own research, join us on Coinbase. Head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Coinbase. Sign up for account. Um, you'll get $10 after you trade or, uh, I think, deposit your first 100. And uh, and uh, I'll get 10. You'll get 10. It's a great deal for both. Theaverageguy.tv slash Coinbase. Many to keep doing it. It's been super great. So thanks for supporting the show that way. But now would be like now would be the time. If like, you feel like you missed it. Um, everything's on sale yeah. <laughs> right now. So like, at least at, at this point, I mean, it does, that doesn't keep the whole thing from flushing. We, there were a couple moments, Mike, when, when Bitcoin went to 20,000, there was a couple moments on its way down where we kind of thought maybe it'd stop, you know, mm-hmm. it'd come and it'd bounce and it'd hold and then it'd bounce and hold and drop till I think, I don't know, three or 4,000 and it hovered yeah. at three and four and five for such a long time. So I don't know. I kind of feel like we're going to see this again where it's going to bounce three or four times down. So maybe the the sales aren't final at this point. There might be some additional opportunities for them out there if you watch. But don't buy anything you don't understand. So get out there and learn it on, on Coinbase, theaverageguy.tv slash Coinbase. I too, Mike, thought uh, when I was watching that, I was like, oh, because I'm, I'm a little more bullish on Ethereum than I am, than I even am Bitcoin. I think a hundred percent. 
hundred percent. I I fully agree with that. Um, especially with Ethereum two and everything like that. I I fully agree. One of the, one of my connections on LinkedIn, I thought really summarized it well. And they said, you know, these, these days in crypto, meaning yesterday when it drops down, it's just, uh, you know, risk saying hello, like, Hey, just letting you know, like these are still risky. It's not a, a clear ride to the top. Um, but you know, if you believe in the cryptocurrency, if you understand it and you believe that it's the future, um, it shouldn't be, you know, scaring you out of it. Right. It's, it's, it's a time to buy. So it was an interesting way to think about that. Just risk saying, hello, Hey, by the way, this isn't just making you a ton of money without any risk. There's definitely some risk here. And obviously it was following China's news to ban a lot of crypto. Um, that yeah. was kind of the, the, what caused yesterday's slip. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, I have Coinbase up if you're watching on the video, uh, kind of a great, great way to track it. You don't even have to have a, an account, just head out to coinbase.com slash price. And, uh, you can kind of keep up with what's going on. As Mike said, there's been some recovery, uh, Bitcoin's up to 41 Ethereum mm-hmm. so at, at about 2,800, Let's say twenty nine hundred. Did you see? What did you see? What did you say it bottomed at? Eighteen hundred yesterday. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, I should have had a. I should have had a, a a low buy in there for that. Well, and and just last week, so I've been. Uh, I guess whatever you want to call it, dollar cost averaging mm-hmm. my nice yeah. hash um, that get, pays me out in Bitcoin. I've been just converting that to Ethereum every time I get a payout. So, you know, it's, it's like 50 bucks every 10 days, I think is what it really comes out to. And I just put that in last week for 4,100 on Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So if that tells you where it's at, and then, and then for the days after that, it got up to 4,500, 4,600. So to go from 4,600 down to 1,800 yesterday, and then all the way back up to 2,800 a day, uh, fun little roller coaster. Hope you guys have been enjoying the ride. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Well, know what you're doing. When you go in here, I think pretty much, Mike, our listeners get this. So I don't, they do. Yeah. I don't know if I have to say it too much, but, uh, uh, but of course, we'd love to have you and love to talk about it. If you want to jump in Discord, we haven't done a lot of crypto conversations in Discord, but you could do it that way. Uh, Kevin continues to post out there um, deals that are going on, some great conversations and some new folks. If you want to join us in the Discord group, head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Discord and you can jump in there. You're, you're it's just, it's, it, you, what I love about our Discord community, Mike, is you, you can miss it for a couple of days and it's not like it, you know, but w- when you do have a question, you get some answers. I mean, there's there's yeah. some some great conversation. So uh, join us out there as well. John uh, says it is. His, it's his fault. He bought back into Bitcoin at 44. <laughs> and and so we, John and I have a joke. He lets me know when he's going to buy. And then I always say, OK, I'm going to wait uh, and <laughs> see it drop. Yep. And, uh, I don't do, I'll, you know, as much as we talk about this, I don't do a lot of transactional buying of this stuff. I've kind of have the same, you know, when we saw that big run up, I cashed out about half and just let it sit in cash. And I, I was going to, well, I shouldn't give this away. I was thinking about having that as funds for this car that I was going to buy this Tesla that I've been talking about. And, um, uh, I didn't, you know? And so I'm like, well, okay, I'll just continue to leave it in cash. So, um, so pretty cool. Well, join us on the crypto journey, uh, but know what you're doing. Don't uh, don't go too crazy. Mike, uh, I've been teasing, uh, teased at the end of the show last week. We've been talking about this Tesla for a long time. And um, so I the man, I tell you what, the, there's an announcement this week. Ford announced their their EV uh, F-150s. If you didn't see that announcement that came out, those look fairly cool. Um, if you follow Paul Brerin on Twitter, Paul has been, he's out in Connecticut. He has been in New York and recently, uh, got hands on with the Tesla Cybertruck, 
which Paul thanks for those pictures that scared the Jesus out of me. That thing is shiny. Like, I think I alluded to this at the end, Mike, it's shiny. Like it's real shiny. I, I mean, okay, listen, we thought it was ugly before. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, but I was kind of willing, it, it it looked like they were going to tone that color down a little bit, like more of a <laughs> definitely did no, not. <laughs> it's your refrigerator. Yeah. It, yes. Very much so. I, I, I don't know. Like, okay. I still have a hundred dollar deposit on the cyber truck. So I'm, but I'm having some questions. I mean, seeing Paul's pictures and stuff. And, uh, you know, a month ago I went out and, and test drove a, a model Y and that had kind of been the contender for it. And, um, Oh, I was coming home from work, uh, the other day. And I thought, you know, I had, a, I had left at three and I was like, you know, I got an extra hour. Maybe I'll swing by the Subaru place and just see what those just, let's just see what the Subarus look like. I haven't, we have a Subaru Outback. I love it by the way. I was say, you're um, a big Subaru fan, yeah. right? Yeah, I love our Outback. And uh, and I hadn't been in the dealership in five years, you know, kind of deal since we bought the 2016. And I'll just sit in it. And uh, so I sat in the Impreza and I sat in the the tracker. And that's not what they call it. The Crosstrek. There we go. I sat in the Outback. And then I went and sat in the Legacy. And I, when I got in it, it felt a lot like the Model Y, the Tesla Model Y. Did it, it really? Yeah, it was comfortable and roomy. Big 17-inch monitor uh, in the front. It's tilted this way. It doesn't. It doesn't sit, you know, in landscape. It sits in portrait, okay. and it's built in. So it's not, you know, that on the Tesla. It kind of feels like they just put a monitor. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> just you're like, you just mount an iPad. <laughs> is is, the, is that a Dell monitor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. No, don't get me wrong. It's sweet, right? It is sweet. Don't get me wrong, but. Has a nice, the the legacy in the Outback have a nice. So I was like, this feels really, really comfortable. All right. I, I got to go home. Like I, I'm not, I, went, I wasn't there to buy a car that day. Right. I, that's not what I went for. So I uh, came back and came, got home and t- got home, started making dinner. Sarah came home and um, she said, you know, how's your day? And I said, well, I stopped by Subaru. And she was like, well, how'd that go? I said, I don't know. I think I found this car. And so she's like, tell me about it. So as I started talking to her about it, she was like, you really like that car. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. How could she tell? Just, I mean, were you just yeah, more, just, more jazzed up than you usually yeah, are about it? Yeah. Just, just talking about it. So I was like, actually, I think it had a sold sign on it. Like, I think it was sold. That's what I told her. I was like, I, I don't even think it's there. She's like, you, you should go back and talk, like go test drive it. Right. So <laughs> As I'm leaving, so I'm like, you're right. I'm just going to go back. I'm going to test drive, but you know, I'm not buying it tonight. And she's like, don't chicken out on this. Like you, she's like, you want that car, right? I like this. She's a cheerleader for it. That's awesome. As I was leaving, she yells out, don't chicken out. <laughs> Cause I chicken out on big vehicle purchases all the time. Right. Okay. I, it's just one of those kinds of things. So I popped into the dealership and, uh, I, I by the time I left the house and I got there, I kind of convinced myself that this was it. Like I was like, and so I, I got there and I started talking to him about it and uh, I hadn't even driven the cars yet. Right. And he's like, uh, I was like, I, I think I'll just take it. And the, <laughs> he looks at me, the sales guy looks at me. He's like, what? I said, I think I'll take it. He goes, that car. I go, yeah, that car. He goes, don't you even want to test drive it? <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, yeah. I should probably do that. I'm like, and I said, do I have to? 
And he's like, we probably should. <laughs> and so he, he goes, I, it'd take me too long to get, because it was in the showroom. He's like, it'd take me too long to get this out. And he goes, let's just, can we grab one of the other ones? Is that okay? They're not, you know, I was like, that's fine. So we, we took it out and drove it around. And, and as I drove it, it drove. Okay. With, with the exception of the way the Tesla drives, there's, there's nothing that compares to the way a Tesla drives, right? The right. Acceleration, the golf cart like response on the, on the gas pedal, those kinds of things, but it, it drove great. So we, now, is, this it, an, is this an electric vehicle? No, no, no. it's completely gas. Yeah. Got it. Completely. One of my requirements, though, was all-wheel drive, right? That was one of the things right. going into this kind of thing. In Nebraska, you have to. Yeah, yeah. And, and self-driving was not one of the things I necessarily had to have, although I watched Scoble today drive from Las Gatas, California, to Santa Cruz in his Tesla, completely automated. That Because if it's Highway 17 goes between Las Gatas or San Jose and Santa Cruz, and it's a windy road, and it's dangerous, like it is a dangerous freeway. And he just sat there all calm. I was like, geez. Anyways. Uh, so I drove, I drove it away. <laughs> I bought it that night. Did you really? I did. Yeah. I just, I was like, you know what? Okay. couple things, couple reasons why. So one is I was talking to the guy, we, we'd already cut the deal. He's, he's like, well, what do you, how much do you want to pay? And I'm like, well, he's, here's the sticker. Like, here's what we paid for it. Right. And I'm like, well, that, what you pay for it's fake right yeah. that's that's a fake number. I, I don't so, care what you're paying for it he's like that's a fake number i said how about this and he goes okay <laughs> okay so it wasn't sticker it you know it, it was it was pretty close to the to that the price they had you know their price they said they paid fake. yeah it's fake. right it's totally fake but um you uh uh so the deal was done i was waiting i was talking to him he goes i said like how how crazy has this been um, for you guys? I mean, were you were you worried during the pandemic? He goes, there was one week where we were slow, and we have been busy every week since the pandemic started. He Interesting. Goes, yeah, he goes, we've sold more cars this year than we've we've sold in the last three years combined. Like he says, it's crazy what's going on right now. I wonder why that is. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Like. I did see, I mean, I've seen in the area a lot of new cars. Like, it seems like everybody got a new car. Like, yeah, there are not old cars. You know, people aren't driving four, five, six-year-old cars around. I feel a little awkward driving my 06 <laughs> Civic sometimes. I feel like it's ancient, right? He said, um, you know, there's chip shortage, right, going on, right, in these vehicles. And he goes, uh, he says, have you heard what's going on in the used car market right now? He goes, this chip shortage is driving up the price of used cars. Like they're, they're giving, and then somebody had told me, they're like, yeah, I, I took my car in to get it. You know, they were thinking about buying a, buying a new one. They were given three, four, five thousand $5,000 more than they expected on this used car. Have you heard that? Well, that's what Dave McCabe was telling us last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and I, it, Chevy, the dealership we've got our traverse from will not leave us alone. They call us every week saying, Hey, we really want that traverse. Um, cause we have a 16 or 17 traverse. And they're like, well, you know, this is like, really, we'll give you a really good price on it. Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, if, if 
if that wasn't our family car, I would be getting my truck at this point. Yeah. Um, but that's the, that's Hannah's family car. And my, we need to replace my Jeep. We know we can't, we don't need to replace the Traverse. The Traverse is great. We love it too. Um, so that's the reason we're not taking advantage of it. But so did they give you a pretty good price for your Civic then? I'm guessing you no, I'm, that keep, I'm keeping it. Cause that's saying oh, you car. are the, whole okay. pl- the plan it. has always been right. We've been, the reason we've been talking about this so long, I was supposed to do this last summer. But with the pandemic, she's not driving yet. So I was like, why trade in the car? Why? Let's just see what happens, right? Yeah. So he's telling me this, you know, yeah, the, the story with McCabe. I've heard other stories of folks, you know, turning turning their cars to the used car market. And I said, so I said to him, I was like, um, he goes, yeah, oh, it's crazy over there. Over, He's pointing to the used car side. He says, it's nuts over there right now. And then he says, we sell, we've been selling on average 150 cars a month. Uh, since the pandemic started next month, we're going to get 40. That's it. Like we're just getting 40 cars. He goes, uh, you know, we might have 40 on the lot. So he's like, and and it, it kind of, again, it was one of those confirmation things to me. It was like, you know, I think it's going to be a little, little weird in 2022 for buying new cars. Ford for the F-150s, um, and, you know, Ford made a big announcement this week about the their EV F-150. We'll talk about that here a little bit later. They're parking cars. They're parking thousands of cars at the Speedway uh, as and w- as they're waiting. They've built them, and they're waiting for these chips to come in that they can put in and then sell these trucks, right? And, and it's just it's just a crazy market. Buying a 2021. Oh, by the way, uh, Brian was asking. He missed the model, so it's a it's a Subaru Legacy, and I got the premium model here. I got a picture of it. Not that I'm, but I, I knew you guys would probably want to to get a uh, to get a look at this. So um, it's there. You know, as you think about there, it's not the bottom model, but it's kind of the second one up there on the premium side. It's got tinted windows, and and um, they they all have a two point five liter engine in them. They've all got eyesight now, which is the safety features are super safe cars, right? Um, it's the blue color. I like this actually matches our Outback, which is kind of cool. So, um, we're, little we're fleet going on now. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just roof fleet. good little car. Um, and actually my wife's already driven it more than I have, which is, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Right? I mean, I she, does she it. like it too? Yeah. Oh, she loves it. She, we, we've been, we've been big fans. They're cheap to insure. They have great gas mileage. Um, I, so, and then I paid the 2021 price basically for it because that these were all made, you know, earlier in the year before kind of all these shenanigans kind of started happening and they haven't, I have a feeling they're going to just like 2022 models are going to be more expensive. You just get that feeling, right? Or really glitchy with all these chips that are being rushed out. (laughs) Right. No, right. Right. You know, um, it's, it's one of those. Yeah. It just, it was I have, listen, I have buyer's remorse on everything I buy. And it was just one of those when I, after I left that night, I was like, yeah, you know, this is a good, this is a good decision for right now. Yeah. Um, it, it will get me through what I need. And I'm actually not driving that much just to be a hundred percent honest. Like I'm only going to work once or twice a week, maybe at most don't have any big trips planned in it. Um, so, so, and then, it's kind of waiting for the incentives on the Teslas to come. And it seems like those are dragging on. And so yeah. I'm, I'm just going to kind of see, you know, I've got a, I've got a seven year warranty on it. I got seven years, seven years, 70,000 miles. And I'm just going to kind of see Subaru holds their value. 
if, you know, five years from now, four or five years from now, um, you know, things settle down, the right thing comes my way from a Tesla standpoint, whatever, we don't get such an ugly truck from Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something, something not quite so shiny. Uh, I may move back into that space, but I just, I got a weird feeling about 2022 in all this chaos that's going on. What's crazy, Mike, it's chaos didn't happen during the pandemic. It's been all this, it seems like this delayed slinky reaction of like it hits later. Yeah. That's a good looking car. And you know, I, I, I really agree with you because I've been really contemplating, you know, my Jeep is, um, an 09, Jeep, I I love my Jeep and it and it's it's done great. It's got two hundred thousand miles on it. The only thing is, it doesn't have four wheel drive. I know it's weird yeah. for a Jeep, but winters with that thing, it, it just it gets, it doesn't get through snow very well at all, or even slick roads. But I had the same thought as you, Jim. Was like, you know, I actually I need this thing to last me two more years, yeah. right? Because I want to get past next year. I have been seeing Ford's EV truck has been really exciting to me because yeah. that's yeah. exactly what I wanted. I, I, I want a truck. And I was like, you know, by that time, if, if this Jeep can get me a few more years, um, then, then those electric trucks, hopefully the kinks will be worked out. Uh, maybe the price will come down just a little bit from those, the first ones and, uh, and with the incentives, right? Seeing what the incentives right. do. Cause that's right. the the real kicker that can really help out right. with the overall price. But that super is a great looking car. I actually haven't right. seen the legacy before. How is the um, inside wise, like electronics and everything? Is it, is it, does it have Feel, a lot of those sort of features? Like Tesla. Feels is like it? the Tesla. Yeah. Not quite as Spartan. You know, the Tesla is very Spartan. It's right. very clean, clean lines. You just don't see anything. Not quite that crazy. Um, and, and like I said, built in, but a really nice electronics upgradable. So you can, they, you can now update, like there's, you can get updated versions of the entertainment, you know, system that's in there. Yeah. Cause remember how it was always kind of locked in, you know? Yep. And so now it connects, it creates a high fi a, a Wi-Fi hotspot. Um, great. Uh, it's got an app. I bought the, um, I bought the auto, the, uh, the remote start for the next four years. So it's like 250 bucks. Well, if you have, if you have remote start installed, you know, that's like six or 700 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I bought that service to, to have that available for me. Um, it, yeah, feels it's got the trunk room. It's like a three body trunk. Like you could, I could definitely get three bodies in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, know, I didn't know if you really meant that as your unit of measure, but yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's, isn't that how you measure trunks? Uh, yeah. yeah. How many bodies can you get back there? How many um, of my kids can I put back here? Right. And yeah. Ex- ex- and the, the sales guy goes, and if the live bodies <laughs> need, need to get out, <laughs> it was somebody, they can pull this, you know, they can pull this safety uh, hatch. Seats come down, uh, like I said, all wheel drives got it's, it's, you know, after driving the 06 civic, this thing feels like a chariot, right? I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Um, it doesn't accelerate like the Tesla does Mike, uh, finance financially though, as I was, was, we were talking about crypto. So this is kind of where crypto and the car come together. You know, I got 0% financing. It's, you know, free, basically free money. Right. And so Mm -hmm. you kind of take that. And I had planned with the Tesla, I had planned to take some of the crypto earnings and slap it down to get the car to about 30. This, this was 30 out the door, right? 29. Let's just say 29. Let's just say 30. Uh, you know, the, the Tesla was 50 out the door. So that's a $20,000 difference, right? I right. was going to, going to put 10 or 15 down. I was going to have, I was hoping for seven to 10 in incentives to get into that same, in that same price range. 
So I don't have to worry about, at least for now, I don't have to worry about those things. And uh, I can take that, <laughs> that 10 that I cashed out to that's sitting there in cash and hope the crypto market keeps going down. And dump it back I, in. I want to dump back in. Yeah, I want to dump yeah. it back in. So it gives me some gives me some ability to kind of keep the cash, so to speak. So uh, finance financially, that's kind of that's kind of where I landed on. Um, you know, was I was like, yeah, that kind of saved me some money. Did I? You know, it, am I sad that I don't have a self driving? Well, by the way, it's thirty thousand dollar difference if you add the ten thousand extra for mm, the, the self driving. So I mean, it's like which twice doesn't the even work in Nebraska right now yet, does it? Uh, no, does it'll Nebraska allow it. It'll work. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they allow it or not, but it will work. I think. Work? Okay. Yeah, I think. I think. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not going to be doing it. I'm going to do yeah. it. I'm, I'm. I'm seeing Ed. I'm going out to see Ed in September. He's got one. I'm sure I'll experience it that way. We actually have a bunch of Teslas at work, so it's it, it's not like we don't have them uh, here in Nebraska. So it really, Mike, it kind of really worked out a, a, a great deal for me. Um, I like the size of the car. It, yeah, I don't get a truck, but I figure, you know, I started thinking for for that kind of money, why don't I just rent the truck from Menards? <laughs> it's yeah. twenty bucks an hour. I know it's great. <laughs> you know, and and uh, if I need to if I need to bring some wood home. I can just take the mortgage, take a second mortgage for the wood and then spend, you know, uh, it, it can, it would continue to be crazy. So, um, deals done. I, I picked up the plates yesterday, by the way, Nebraska, which I like to call the tax me state, $2,500 to, uh, to register and pay the taxes on that thing here in Nebraska. That's the, see you, John. Thanks for coming out. That's the, uh, that's the, that's the one bad side about Nebraska. If yep. you buy new, right? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I know. I, I always, I forget that April, both of our tags renew in April. And so I always forget about it. And then it hits and I love my Jeep. It's like 45 bucks a year. It's awesome. And, you know, and then the Traverse is like 450 or whatever yeah. a year. And yeah. you're just like, gosh, dang. I'm going to have two cars, of those Expensive now. to drive. I'm going to have two of those. I was, the, the Civic's 25 bucks. <laughs> like, right. Like this is great, and yeah. now it's going to be five hundred dollars, and yeah. so I'm going to have to I'm going to have to set up like a special savings account just for the cars to pay the annual yep. thing on it. So, well, it's been a journey. Um, you know, I'm going to still keep a like. Um, I brought that Subaru home, and the next day I got an email from Subaru saying, "Hey, we have new electric cars for 2022," and I was like, "Oh," but you know what? I don't want to buy you the 22, the 2022 market. Right. Exactly. Like we were talking about, yeah. right. It's, it's, yeah. you know, that'll be a, it'll be a good learning year. We'll see how they, they fare, you know, if they do well. And then I think yeah. 2023. Well, and Hey, you could, you know, 2023, you could go back. If the 2022 models were good and everything worked out, get a good deal on the old one <laughs> in two years. Yeah. And I think, you know, it'll, it'll be a situation. It's not like we're there yet where gas vehicles will still be, um, you know, available. Well, here's the deal. Like if I really wanted a electric car, Sarah's is a 2016 and it's paid for, and we'd have no trouble trading that thing in on a Tesla. Yeah. They'd probably give you top dollar right yeah. now. Yeah. So I hadn't thought of it that way. She's not here. So she's not even, she's not even, she'd probably love Tesla. that. <laughs> she probably would. I haven't taken her out to test drive a Tesla yet. And I probably should, but 
I just thought of that. That's probably the way, not my car, but her car, get her in a mm-hmm. Tesla. And cause she likes to drive. She loves those kinds of things. And man, she's, she's Mario Andretti. So like <laughs> that girl likes to drive like a, like she's an F1 driver. So, um, so if, if those things all come, yeah, I'll have to talk to her about that. If these things, if the incentives come to light and maybe we see, see some things here in Nebraska, Maybe we start talking about a Tesla for her and get get in on that. That'd be fine with me. Like, eventually, Mike, and 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 I'll ask you the same question. I, next five to seven years, we gotta we gotta think about cutting over, right? If you still have gas, don't you? Think? Yeah, I think so. And you know, I think there was a long time there. I was like, man, I don't know if I would be ready to make that switch. But but now that charging stations are mm-hmm. are popping up all over, you know, even Nebraska, right? You you see them a lot of different places. You know, I like it and the power you get from it, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how they last is, is my question is, you know, that those batteries, you know, how long until those start to wear down? We all know with electronics, how fast those batteries just start to deplete and all of a sudden your top range isn't your top range anymore. Um, it starts to go down a lot more. So, and, and, uh, and for us, you know, we have a lot of trips that we do. My parents down in Kansas city, uh, the farm, which is an hour and 45 minutes away, both those are kind of like down and back are going to be on the edge of the full range of battery. So if that battery capacity starts to go down and down and all of a sudden we can't make it down and back or down without, you know, charging, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the bad part about it. Yeah. Well, I think I heard somebody say Elon says he's his next breakthrough is the million mile battery, right? The, the, not that it goes a million miles on one charge that it lasts a million miles like that, that it stays in the car. Cause it, you know, my batteries, my the battery, the batteries in my Honda failed uh, at a hundred, just under, just over a hundred thousand, right? So okay. that was oh, not much at all. No, seven years maybe. Yeah, and I, I fortunately, I, the one thing I do buy is the extended warranty on vehicles. I just that's the one thing I I don't buy anything else, but I do buy extended warranties. And uh, they replaced it. It was right. We we talked about that here on the show, and it happened. Oh, was that pre you? Do I they, think so. I think it must have been. Yeah, it must have been. So we talked about it. Uh, Paul Brarin's batteries, he had the exact same car. His batteries failed. And I was thinking, oh, boy. And sure enough, a, a month later, like, mine failed. Got them replaced on warranty. They have so far so good. And we're a quarter of a million. So that's another two hundred, another 125,000 miles on those batteries, right? But mm-hmm. I'm always thinking, like, they're always on the edge. Yeah, and maybe they upgraded me to better batteries. You know, it had been seven years or so, six years maybe between new and that set, and maybe the next set. Now the batteries you're putting in Teslas right now better, right? Mm-hmm. Will oh, will yeah. they get you know? Will they get a quarter of a million miles? Yeah, maybe, maybe on them before they go. And that's all. That's hard to get. He's he's saying a million. That's his goal: million miles on these batteries before they start. You know, before they fail. Well, okay. I think for most people that works. And then I think we, we just got to get to the point where it's six to 800 miles, just to be, just to be honest, like six to 800 needs to be kind of that today. It's four to 500, right? I think on the three, range, three to 500. Yeah. Is it that high? Okay. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. For the, for, for, for I, on average, I think it's three to 500. Like okay. you can spend to get the really good ones. Um, so, um, yeah, I think this gives me a little more time too. Like you're saying like, okay, 
you know, this gives me a little more time. Subaru is dialed in right now. Like they are making, I think, some of the best, safest cars that are gas. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And we'll have to see what their EV looks like. But man, they make great cars. I just have really been, I have really liked our Subarus. So you're, you're, you know, you, my other best buddy in Kansas City, he has a Subaru too, and they, they swear by it. They love it. I, every time I hear a friend that gets a Subaru, they just have the same reaction you do. Yeah. Just absolutely love them. Safe, great to drive, last a long time. Mm-hmm. Well built, yep. comfortable. Brian Hour says um, 100,000 miles, maybe three years for him. So he never gets the warranty. Yeah. you're. Listen, yeah. I don't, I'm not an advocate for everybody buying that. They work for me because I'm the average guy. And so I put 10,000, 10 to 12,000 miles on average on my car. A seven-year warranty lasts me about five, just to be honest, because I, I probably sometimes maybe more in, in some years more than less. So not an advocate for everybody, but but certainly that that kind of works for me. So it's done deal for now, Mike. All settled in, but but man, I am gonna keep my eyes and we're gonna continue to talk about this, keep my eyes on this on this market because it's super cool and it's the future. Like mm-hmm. it is uh it is the future. We, um, I was sitting at the dinner table with Sarah not, not long after I'd bought the car. And I said to her, um, I've been thinking about buying one more expensive thing. <laughs> She's like, what is wrong with you? And I, I was like, we need a treadmill. And she a treadmill, like, huh? A treadmill. She was okay. like, she was like, oh my God. I was going to ask you for one of those, but I was afraid, like I was afraid to ask after we spent all this money. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was like, yeah, you know, it's, we've already proven after a year of this pandemic where it's, it's too, without a gym, without access to a gym and some other things, just too volatile. And I've tried to get outside and walking and we've tried to do the outside stuff and some of those kinds of things. The gym at Gallup's going to open up um, here pretty soon. But I just was like, man, I kind of need a treadmill at home. I went, I, I tried to be like Uyghur and I tried to go on Facebook marketplace and see if I could find a <laughs> local one that I could rob from somebody else. Right. Yeah. That, that is but, my style. Yeah. But a treadmill, Mike, would you buy a used treadmill? Don't, don't, is it, is that something you'd buy used if you could find, like, would you yeah, buy it's actually, a, that's actually definitely something I would buy. Used. Really? really? Yeah. Only because I, I think workout equipment, especially for me is something people buy and then the reason they're selling it is because they don't use it very often. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of those, they took the sticker shock off it. It's in their basement. It's taking up a lot of room and they never use it. So it's probably not even that used. Um, and they're probably just wanting it gone is really the reason. So yeah, that, mm-hmm. would, that would be something I would. What would you, if you were buying a treadmill, what would you expect to pay? What like, Oh geez, I am a bad person to ask there. What's the, let's, let's play the prices right here. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you think? Um, so it depends. Is this kind of like one of the new like Peloton treadmill, right? There's a big difference yeah. between that where you have the screen built in, you're doing workouts. So is it what what kind of what am I getting in this treadmill? Well, is it just uh, normal? like the the treadmill that you want. Let's just say you're buying this, you're thinking about like this is the one that you want to have. What do you think you would pay? What what kind of pay rate? What would be the mm. the range you would want to pay for and what you want? Would you go ultra cheap? Would no, like, so I'm guessing about a grand, okay. which might be super cheap. I I don't know. As yeah, and I'm. Would you expect a screen on it, or at least some electronics, kind of some some kind of thing? Uh, for a stuff? grand, oh, probably not. I think at a grand, it would be a very well built, good running machine for a grand, but not not too 
much, like no screen built in, maybe a place to plug in an iPad and like hold it, yeah. kind of a, a BYOB bring, or BYOD bring your own device kind of setup. Um, I could be, t- I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. No, actually, when you say I, on price, cause I am shy. I have no idea if it's even close to I what think, the price I would think be. you're kind of, I think you're kind of right on okay. uh, with it, with, with your thinking. The higher end was we think about the Pelotons and some of those like, higher aren't end. Aren't those ones. like three or five grand or something like that? Yeah, they are. They start yeah. at three, right? Right. And then, and I think Peloton just had a big, a big lawsuit with their treadmills. I, I think they were breaking. They maybe, did. Maybe put together a little too fast. Uh, well, I think it was with kids too. Wasn't there something with kids getting hurt? Oh, I don't know. Like I don't that? know. It's very possible. Being stuck underneath or something. I don't know. Mm. I, yeah. That I don't know. I just heard they've they've been having some trouble. Then um, that that's one extreme. And then when I looked on Amazon, you can find a three hundred dollar, oh yeah, low profile. Not sure how long it's going to last. Kind of. Um, we went. I'm showing it on screen right now. Uh, I I ca- I called my trainer, my fitness trainer at work, and said, "Hey, what do you recommend?" He's like, "You know, we're getting a lot of good feedback from Treadly. So T R E A D L Y." And, uh, and so I went over to treadley.co to check out their website. They are small, smart, and connected is what they say. So it's kind of the, and Mike, I'm not running anymore. You know, I used to, I ran a lot. I'm not running anymore. It's too, I'm too yeah. old. It's too hard on my hips. So we only really needed one that we were walking on. So I didn't need elevation. I didn't need speed. Um, uh, the treadley uh, has a six mile per hour limit, which is not great for a lot of runners, but it's actually really good when it comes to walking. Um, doesn't have any elevation, but again, I didn't need any of that. I was just really looking to just move on yeah, a day. I need a way basement. to walk three miles in my basement. That's right? kind of, so, yeah, on a crappy yeah. day, right? I, I just, right. I, I kind of need to walk. I guess I could prop something up underneath it if I, if I wanted to get some elevation on that thing or, or build something into it. But as you can see from the profile, super low profile. So yeah, like, this looks like something you could slide under your bed. It's absolutely what it's made for. Like, Is that what it's for? Get it out of the way. Like, okay. Don't hook, don't hang clothes on it. It doesn't right. become right. It doesn't become one of those. You can fold it up and put it away and, and super easy to use. Um, you get, you get a good look at it here with the handle up so that there is a handle that pops up. All the controls are on it. Bluetooth. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Bluetooth enabled. Um, let's see if I can get, if I zero in, will it give me a better picture? Well, we'll, we'll run with that one. Um, a Bluetooth speaker built in, which is super cool. It's got an app that will track all your workouts. It connects to the watch, so you can move those workouts right to the watch. Oh, cool. Um, uh, works. Uh, I, I did a Peloton workout on it today. So I have the Peloton app, and I did the workout. And Peloton connects with the watch, which connects to this thing. Kind of cool. Now, very Spartan from a readout standpoint. You're getting distance, time speed. Well, it's really all you need because right? your watch is probably doing your heart rate, right? Your your watch is probably doing a lot of the um, more yeah. biometric yeah. stuff. Right. So you, you probably just need the basic stuff from the treadmill. Yeah. So you, you so, so does, have... does the app on the watch then, does it connect, but then does it use kind of like um, trying to think of some of the other ones, but essentially does it use the heart rate from your watch and then pull the distance and stuff from the treadmill? Uh, it does. Yeah. Okay. It does. It's, what's super cool about it is from the phone, I can, can I have control of the speed and all that of the of the treadmill. Oh, that's so cool. I can okay. speed it up or slow it down from my phone if I want to. I'm um, do it that. Way. It's kind of to be honest with you, it's a lot safer just to push the buttons. Yeah. On the, the the app is nice. Some people don't want that bar up, right? 
So you can put the, it has kind of a, kind of a naked mode where you put the bar oh, down. Interesting. And then you could be you know, like, you could slide it all the way up underneath the standing desk and walk on it while you're, while you're working as oh, well. Oh, cool. Right? Yeah. 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 So I gives like you that some, idea a lot. Um, this was fully assembled. This is the best part. Fully assembled when it got here. That's huge. <laughs> it was one box. I'll pull it out, unlock the handles, pull the handles up, plug it in, you're turn it on, and you're, you're good to go. Yeah, there's no, no, about, I think they weigh about 75 pounds, so not terribly Ooh. heavy. Like, okay. you know, you can, you can slide it. We, we slid it around. The FedEx guy didn't drop it off the back of the box or yeah. off the back of the, um, you know. Looks like yeah. it had wheels on it. Does it have wheels? It does. Like roll? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So if you pick it up from the back, you can see some wheels right here. That's, yeah. Right there. Yeah. If you pick it up from the back, you can just roll it around. Very cool. You know? uh, and, and so. How does it feel? To, you know, if you were to kind of get up to some speed and run on it a little bit, I mean, does it feel like it'd be good on your knees and everything? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've, I'm not running, so I haven't run on right. it yet, but um, I've walked on it and I got up to four miles an hour today. And it's as cushioned as any treadmill that I used that I've used at work, you know, um, here's, here's the catch. The good part. It's eight fifty, So not terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not That's terribly a good price expensive. No. Um, you, like I said, you can get, um, Oh, I, by the way, I think I said it wrong. It's a uh, speed up to five miles per hour. So okay. just so folks know, um, I, um, oh, what's I going to say? Just, I, I was kind of surprised at how well it's built and put together. Uh, the app works. The app works well. It was kind of flawless. Kind of like I plugged it in and set it up and started walking on it. It turns on the second you step on it. It turns on. Um, oh, I was going to say the on Amazon. You know, you can go with some of those three hundred dollar ones. But I was just really concerned about like mm, build quality mm, number one. Yeah, not yeah. not so sure. So, eight fifty. They're running a sale. They're nine fifty, and it's a hundred dollars off on a spring sale going on right now. This is spring of twenty twenty one. So, depending upon when you're listening to this, uh, no, I have no affiliate code or whatever. But um, uh, if you're if you're this is something here, I'll put the price back. Up also, here. seems like a really good option for if you were in like an apartment or something, right? And you really oh, were limited sure. on space, and I need to pull this under my bed, um, pull it out when I'm doing stuff. And and go. The the base model, the basic model, instead of a Bluetooth app or instead of Bluetooth. Uh, no, sorry. Let me let me bring that back. Instead of the app, it has a remote control. So oh, okay. so even that's not bad. It all comes with a one year warranty, thirty day return policy. If you want to get it back, order ships in one or two business days, and they are not kidding. <laughs> like boom, out the door. I ordered it. Uh, Saturday on my walk, there was a, there was a, it kicked off a fraud alert because I had ordered it on my phone and my phone had the VPS or V oh, yeah, the VPN turned on. So that made it look like I was ordering from 800 miles away from my home. And so they called me Monday, Monday afternoon. And they were like, Hey, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, this is me. And they're like, okay, we'll ship it. And it was here Friday. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, um, uh, it was super cool. How that, that bar looks like, I mean, is it pretty sturdy? Yeah. You put your hands on it. Yeah. You wouldn't want to. That's impressive. You wouldn't want to like lean into it. 
right? Right. Well, probably why the speed's a little limited too. I mean, yeah. If you're chugging yeah. along at 10 miles an hour on that thing with putting pressure on the front, probably yeah, not great. I'm going to train for a marathon on this thing. Like this is not, right. unless you're a really slow runner, um, you're not going to do that. Uh, you can jog and you can run if you want to do it. And it's, it's got what it needs to do it, but it's really a walking treadmill, you know, kind of deal. It's kind of meant to be portable. It's meant to be durable. Um, they've got an, that the app will tell you when it needs maintenance, which is super cool. So it'll oh, be interesting. Like, oh, okay. It'll be like, Hey, okay. You, you know, you need to get in there. They send you the, they send you some oil. You just oil these two little spots, right? Mm-hmm. Grease them up. Um, so pr- pretty great, Mike. It's um, in, in the Bluetooth speaker on it. Pretty good. Like you can, you don't have to have your phone blazing. You can have it come right up. You know, kind of comes right up from the speaker. It's pretty See, cool. See, and the, and the thing I like about that—that's the perfect blend of you're not locked into an ecosystem in terms of workout either. Right. Right. Like right. the thing about like Peloton and a lot of those, you're you know that screen is not just an iPad screen that you can use any app on. It is for Peloton, which means the subscription and everything. But right. for you, if all of a sudden you're not feeling the Peloton workouts anymore and you want to, you know, try out the, cause Apple has their fitness program now yep. and actually yep. connects to your watch and you could watch those videos and there are elliptical or treadmill ones of those, right? So you can yeah. switch in and out of these as you please. That's the exact style that I would go with. All right. Yeah. Something like that where I'm not tied into the ecosystem. That's the one thing that drives me nuts about a lot of these things is, is getting tied into the ecosystem. One thing I was actually going to mention later on the show is um, speaking of ecosystem is, is the whole Roku YouTube TV um, fight that's going on. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, just a good example of, of picking a a platform agnostic device. And it seems like that, that treadmill is exactly that. It's, it's pretty cool because I, I immediately that today I was talking to a friend and I, I had um, canceled my Peloton subscription back when I was, so I'm on the $13 don't have to have equipment. If you yeah. own their equipment, it's $50, right? <laughs> exactly, right? So I had been on their $13 plan, and I love it because you get guided workouts from some of the hottest um, uh, <laughs> men and women in the industry. Like, you're like, oh, I can watch this all day long, right? And there's yeah, nothing worse yeah. than, being, you know, than being bored on a treadmill. Sarah's not here, so I can say these things out loud. <laughs> and um, although she might listen to the show. So, um uh, so I resubscribed to Peloton today and did a 20 minute workout, which for walking is great, right? It's like, okay, I got 20 minutes in between meetings, grab my phone, jump on Peloton, do it that way. Now, Treadly has their own app and their own ecosystem. So it's, if you want to use theirs and get involved. Is there in a cost to that? No, that's free. I think it's free oh, okay. for the first, I think it's maybe free for the first year. I'd have to look into that. I haven't done a, a lot of, uh, on that, but it's not $13 like Peloton is, right? you know, right. but now Peloton's a great, I mean, man, the technology that Peloton uses to keep you motivated. And while I've been gone, they have a whole new set of incentives in there. They have these achievements and stuff for the geek who like has to cross off, every, right? Oh my God, dude, they keep you motivated. Yeah, our new headquarters, the new gym, has all Peloton equipment. So we have all we have a ton of bikes and treadmills all in there. And I'm like, so I actually might be signing up for Peloton because if I have yeah. access to those without having to buy it, um, yeah, you know, I, you know, it, yeah. So yeah. I think I, I think that might be something that I get into because I actually haven't really experienced a Peloton workout yet. Um, but like what you said, um, a lot of my people at work have them and just love them. And they talk about the same thing: just keeps you engaged, keeps you going. 
and apparently there's like leaderboards that they all battle yep. against each yep. other. So um, like there's this big Carson ecosystem of all the Peloton riders and they're always, I see them, you know, Facebook messages, you know, posting against each other and calling each other out like, Oh, you're slacking this week. And, and uh, honestly, that's what keeps me motivated. I am very much yeah. a person that likes that. You know, when I was going to the gym, uh, I think fit here in Omaha, I was going because I had five coworkers that went and they would, get on my butt if i didn't show up where were you why weren't you here and i, I need that kind of uh yeah we all do actually right. some, i shouldn't say all many of us need that yeah that incentive that competition you know whatever it felt good to get back into the ecosystem today and have a device at home the great thing about the peloton app is i can then ride the bike at work we don't have peloton bikes but you don't have to like right. yeah. if you if you do it's great if you don't you can still ride your bike and there were some some guys in particular I was riding with because um, I had done the thing for a while where I was bringing up. They have these cycling videos on YouTube that you can watch. I think I talked about this a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, right? And I would watch someone cycle in a city while I was cycling, and I would catch myself like as they were going up hills. I would catch myself going faster, <laughs> like in the pedaling and stuff, because yeah, you kind of totally. get immersed in it, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Well, with the Peloton workouts, it's very much guided, but they're always telling you, you know, add resistance or take resistance away, or I want you, I want you to slow your cadence down. I want you to speed your cadence up. That's so much, makes the workout go so much faster when someone's guiding you that way than just getting on a bike and riding it, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a fitness center by yourself. For Like, I can't do a workout without that kind of stuff for an hour without it. But man, there was a couple Peloton workouts that I got after. And you're like, this is pretty good. So I have to be careful. And uh, let me let me tell. So, so if you're like me, not if not if you're like Mike, but if you're like me, if you're if you're old, you've been sitting around for the last year, and you're kind of thinking like, man, I need to start working out again. Well, yes, you do, but don't <laughs> do it all at once, <laughs> friends. Ease back into this, my friends. Mike can get away with it. He can play hockey and. He can just, he can, he can be sitting for two weeks and then get up and do something. We I've got to do a mud run on Sunday. I'm very scared because nice, I am good. so out, I'm so out of shape. Is and it like Spartan or is it like a uh, whatever one's in Omaha uh, mm. on Sunday? So, okay. Okay. but he had asked me today, she goes, are you going to be okay? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Inside I'm scared. I'm like, nope, I'm going to die. Oh, you'll be It'll fine. be all right. You're young. You can, it's. I'm like, it's, I drink beer and play hockey on Wednesdays. Okay. I am, I am at a pinnacle young, of my. <laughs> your heart <laughs> is young. It can do like. Like, uh, my heart is not young and it's had lots of bacon grease. <laughs> so like, take it easy, my friends, take it easy yeah. coming out of this week. I've been really careful today. I got on the treadmill and I got Peloton turned on and, and Jess King told me to go faster. And I did. And I thought, okay, slow it down, big guy. <laughs> you need to ease into this. I had a, I had a good friend just on a sober note. I had a good friend just recently, just 60. Uh, had been riding a Peloton bike and had a heart attack because he was pushing it too hard. And oh, wow. not n- nobody's fault except, you know, you just you just know your limits uh, on these kinds of yeah. things. Use these. It's easy to get involved in these competitions and uh, and just use them wisely. Go slow. <laughs> Go slow. Um, Mike, I really like this treadly. This has been another decision, you know, 850 bucks for a treadmill. Um, it's, it's kind of on the, the less expensive ends, but it's still for, for a lot of people, that's still a lot of money and, yeah, uh, we yeah. we'd saved a bunch of money during the pandemic. So I was like, yeah, it's time to get this. 
Sarah will use it. Sammy's already used it a couple times. And so good, kind of a good purchase to get that. And I, I'm excited. Every day I work at home, I get two or three workouts on it in 15 or 20 minute increments, you know, That's which, great. yeah, no, it's, it's super cool. So looking forward to see where that goes. The weather's going to be hot and sticky and nasty before we know it. And I'm not going to listen every summer. My birthday comes around, which is next week, and then it gets nasty, and then I never go back outside again. And then all of a sudden, falls here, and I'm like, why am I so fat? <laughs> like, oh, all the beer and all the pulled pork and all the, uh-huh. like, all the stuff Mark was talking about a couple of weeks ago. And lawn mowing is not enough uh, exercise, my friends. You got to get out and get it done. So, so two big, two big technology um, purchases. The, the integration of the phone. Oh, by the way, the Subaru has both Android Auto and Apple CarPlay, which is super cool. I think most of them do. I'm um, going in, plug in. The one thing I wish, the one thing that's different on the Subaru that was on the Tesla is when you get into the Tesla, there's uh, on the floor, you know, there's, uh, there's two pads for two phones. <laughs> And you throw your phone onto the, you know, on the floor. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The, so it kind of comes off the floor and goes up under the dash. Yeah. And right in that spot. Yeah. Is your phone charger. Oh, and okay. Just throw, you just throw your phone down there. It's Chia or whatever they, whatever that is. Yeah. And it just, it connects and starts charging and it's super simple. It's a, it's a logical place for it. You see it before you get out of the car. Yeah. Right. Um, Subaru does not have a great place for the phone. Okay. That's the one. The one, and I don't want to put a third part. It's got a beautiful dashboard. And I don't And is the CarPlay uh wireless or do you have to be plugged no, into the you wire? Be plugged in. You gotta okay. be in the wire. Yeah. So there is a little pocket on the passenger side that's really thin that you can it's almost designed to drop your phone into. So you kind of plug it in and drop the phone in, and it kind of hides the phone, which is kind of good for me. Kind of keeps me from goofing around from, on the phone. Yeah. The right. Right. Not saying I text and drive. I would never do a thing like that. Never. Well, but, now you have Apple CarPlay. You don't need to. No. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm no. in a I'm in a weird debacle there because I just upgraded my case to one of these wallet cases. Um, I love it. So have my wallet on the inside of my cards. I was what actually spawned this is I talked about that I got the uh, AirTag right for from Apple and I have it on my keys. And by the way, amazing. Like my reviews of the AirTag. Love it. Absolutely love it. Hannah tried it. She really wants one. 30 bucks. Um, is that what? 30, that what yeah. 30 bucks. Um, I actually did find a $4 and 50 cent just rubber key ring on Amazon now. So go and grab the cheap ones. And uh, the, the thing I love about it is just the, if you have the iPhone 11 or 12, it's the direction finding because I am constantly leaving my keys in weird places around the house, um, especially with the kids and they'll move them and everything. So being able to just direction it, it tells you, Hey, to the left, to the right, you're 10 feet away. You're two feet away. You're here. Um, and it finds it. So anyway, I had that, but then I had my wallet and my wallet's another thing that I'm constantly looking for around the house. I'm like, well, I can't fit an air tag in there. Well, how do I just attach it to my phone? Right. There's really with Apple Pay and everything, there's not many cards I need anymore. Um, I realized I needed five cards and those Apple, the magnet ones only hold three, which definitely isn't enough for me. Um, so I switch. The hardest thing though, Jim, is now like this doesn't fit on any car mount because you've got this weird flap. How do you this one does have a case like so you can actually 
prop it up. So now my thing is actually like right in front of my speedometer is kind of where I put it when I'm using maps. Um, and that's, that's where I put it there, but yeah, it's kind of like, oh man, it was almost perfect. And then I realized, wait, how do I mount this for GPS in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you just, you reminded me, like, I don't need, like I've, I've kept my phone fairly plain because for that reason, right. You know, you gave me, uh, you gave me the wallet, right. Yeah. I, I haven't been using it because it's it's kind of bulky on my phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't say it's bulky; it's actually pretty thin, right? But it it fits on there. I did I did the test though, where I I had it in my pocket for a while to see. I just left it empty, and it did come off. And it comes off. Know, yeah, it's not the strongest magnet, but um, uh, but it could be. You know, like you've got that case now that kind of folds over. I love I have, it. I, I don't need I don't need this to see this in the car anymore. You're right. Yeah, if you have Apple CarPlay, I mean, it's even easier that way. Yeah. So and this was this was cheap. This is like eighteen bucks off Amazon, and I've just been absolutely loving yeah, it. it. It's and, got and, a good magnet, so even when you are on the call, that it, here it snaps and it doesn't get in your way. So when you're on calls now, it just flips back, magnet magnets to the back, um, oh. holds three cards right here, and then I slide some cards in there. Yeah. Yeah. Works really well. I think. Guess what? I'm, I'm guess what I'm buying in the post show. You're always buying. I love it. All right, we did well, find no, something for you to buy. But it's it's um, it and it would attach. Does it replace the MagSafe case that I currently have, or does it? Yeah, you have to pretty it? much throw MagSafe out the window. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, this is this is a whole new. So the case is built into. You don't. The you, don't you don't have any trouble throwing away a forty five dollar case. Uh no. <laughs> Apparently no. Well, uh, I mean, that sounds bad. I probably should, but yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, for me, it's like, so I did look, there are other MagSafe options, but they all have the same exact problem you ran into with the other one is the magnet's just not strong enough. Yeah. Um, so even all the other options that were magnet, they bypass MagSafe and they all have their own case that has a magnet built in that's way stronger than MagSafe. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this generation of MagSafe is essentially just kind of written off as wireless charging and that's it. And it keeps the charger on there better. But the magnets were not strong enough, I think, for what they're... And I yeah. think you see that. I think that's why third-party MagSafe accessories are pretty much a no-go. Um, it's really only charging. And I think Apple even, they released their wallet and that's been it. Uh, they haven't done anything else. I think they realized that the magnets were not strong enough. Yeah. I wonder if I take my case back to Apple and complain if they give me credit for it. Yeah. Why not? Give it worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's a great case. But was that forty five dollars? I was trying to remember how much those were. I think they were forty five bucks. Oh, ouch! I want to say, but it was brand new. Like we, it was launch day. Yeah. We, and you said buy it, so I said okay. Yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I said yes to it. Um, well, or, or maybe I'll wait for the next one. Like, I don't have to have this right now. This is, a, you know, as I, I, I think I may, um, when's the next iPhone come out this fall? Yeah. I may trade this one in and I, like, I may get in that cycle with iPhones where y- yearly. Oh, yeah. 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 Did I pay for, let's see, how did I pay for that thing? I guess I'm making payments. So I, that would, are, you're like, doing maybe, it through Apple, right? Or are you doing uh, it through? No, Sprint? I did do it through Apple. Yeah, which is good, I think, because Apple lets you upgrade every year. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I think for a couple years, I may do that where I upgrade as early as possible to stay on the current kind of... I've never done that. I've always waited till the last minute and... 
don't know, maybe this is the time I, I, I stay up. I've really been enjoying the 5G. Um, yes. I think yeah. we're... Okay, so I was at... Is this the speed test? I, yeah. So I was at the zoo, the Omaha Zoo, mm-hmm. and the ultra-wideband is at the zoo in a lot of places. I was getting two and a half gigabit per second. Mm. Um, 2,749 megabits per second. Uh, the upload wasn't that fast. It wasn't synchronous. It was only 61 up, but down. I'm like, who needs that much like, speed? I'm like, but can you, I mean, wirelessly mm-hmm. two over two and a yeah. half gigabits per second, which I thought was just absolutely insane. Really cool. I've been, yeah. I've been really liking 5g. Oh yeah. No, for sure. I, I go out in the shed, uh, to enjoy a candle with Ed on Sundays. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, for, for some reason, some days like the Wi-Fi is good. But on other days, it's not. And on Sundays in particular, it's not for whatever reason. And so I just put my phone on, you know, I just make it a a hot spot and Mm -hmm. in the shed, connect it there. And it's just, it's lightning fast out there. So uh, super cool. Well, we'll have to start thinking about new iPhones coming up here in the fall and and, uh, see, well, and I'll have, probably I'll have it close to being paid off anyways by the time that thing, the monthly payments just so freaking convenient on that thing. It's right. Just is. So Mike, anything else before we wrap it? No, you know, if you guys haven't been paying attention, there's a, there's a fight between YouTube TV and Roku right now. And essentially the contract was going to expire. They couldn't come to terms on new contract. And the dispute really is over the data that YouTube TV wants from Roku on the customers, uh, as well as YouTube was making demands on, hey, you guys need to upgrade the hardware in your devices to be better hardware. And and Roku's like, well, that's what makes us the cheapest, best option, right? And so they didn't come to terms. It, that to me it was surprising on, on multiple fronts. Uh, I think YouTube TV thinks they're too big to fail. Um, I've been a YouTube TV customer for a long time now, and I have to admit, I would have no problem swapping them out tomorrow with any of the other great providers, right? You have FUBU, you have Hulu. There are so many other options right now that I don't know why they think they can do that because I do have a lot of Roku devices. I have my two main TVs are NVIDIA Shields, and I I love the NVIDIA Shield, Um, obviously a Google product, so they're not going to um, get away on that one. But all my other devices around the house are Roku, either Roku built into the TV or Roku Sticks. Um, and and I, I really like the Roku platform. So if, if they can't continue to get that together, um, I'll be I'll be switching away from YouTube TV. So I'm just surprised, you know, in all the ways that YouTube uh, and Google are big and bad. I think this is one area where they are they're good and then they're fine. And I, and I do like their service, but they've gotten way more expensive in the last year. They keep hiking their prices and the so I would have no problem switching away. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I think uh, they, I think a lot of the loyal Roku customers think the same way. It's like, uh, guys, like you're not the only game in town and you're yeah. the most yeah. expensive one. So we could switch. We can keep our eye on. We continue to use channels and it's just, it's nails. Like yeah, every once in a while, well. the server will lose on the shield. The, server stops and I have to go and just restart it and just go and turn it on. Boom. It's off. It's off to the races. Yeah. Sarah really likes it. So we continue to, we just continue to go with it. So eight bucks a month, I think is what I'm paying for that. So, well, cool. Well, uh, Mike, uh, we'll remind everyone that we are live every Thursday, 8 PM central nine Eastern out here at the average guy.tv slash live. If you want to join us to do that couple reminders, if you want to jump in our discord group, head out to the average guy.tv slash discord. 
if you want to leave us a voicemail message, you could do that as well. We haven't, we've, uh, Kyle did that a couple weeks ago. We'd love to have you do that as well. Head out to Home Gadget Geeks. Just do it right now. Go to Home Gadget Geeks. Let me say that again. HomeGadgetGeeks.com. And uh, bottom right-hand corner, there's a little microphone. Leave a 30-second message. You can't, it can't be any longer. So, you know, leave us a crazy message, a silly one, or even a serious question. We'd love for it. Listen, I probably made a whole bunch of people angry tonight that I bought a Subaru instead of a Tesla. <laughs> if you want to vent, HomeGadgetGeeks.com, you can let me know. Um, that way I'm going to eventually get one. We're just going to trade Sarah's car in on it. Uh, you can contact me, send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv. Find me on Twitter at Jake Allison. You can find Uyghur over there at Uyghur tech. want to thank Christian over at Maple Grove partners, get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know, and you trust, and you know, that's Christian. So you can get that for more information and plans that start as little as $10 a month, Maple Grove partners. And I need to talk to that guy. I haven't, He's been so busy at Amazon. I just haven't had time. I need to give him a call maybe this weekend. Uh, MapleGrovePartners.com. We are live every Thursday, except the Thursdays we're not. 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out at TheAverageGuy.tv slash live. If you're in the chat, stay around. We'll do a little bit of a post show. Uh, with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.